Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IVPod production. You can find us at IVPod.com. We are also on Facebook as IVPod and on Twitter as IVPodcast. And you can reach us at mail at IVPod. Something like that. Bye. Let's go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> And we're here, Clayton. How are you? I'm doing good. Hi, John. Hi. Uh, I'm going to do our Stitcher read. I'm going to what say Stitcher it. read? What you is, mean okay. you're not going to do this from the top of your head like you no. did last week? Sample copy. Oh. Okay. Um, you can now hear our shows. Our shows, which happens to be, I, I assume it's bold. So you can now hear Ivy Pod while on the go. With Stitcher, Smart Radio, On Demand News, Talk, and more on your mobile phone. The, lab- the latest episode is always available for your no syncing need, no memory, or storage wasted. Available for your iPhone, Android phones, web operating system phones, or BlackBerry, which I heard they've taken a hit this week. Downloading is easy. Go to Stitcher.com or check out your app store, Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. Let's that was go. lovely. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Now that we've covered that. Let's go. They should pay us. <laughs> they should pay us. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. I've wondered about what happens if, if, see, technically, if we we if people go start using Stitcher, I think that credit you know they credit that towards us, but I'm sure it's like we would get ten cents for every person. So I'm yeah, not I too worried about be that. A lot, actually, what's that? I said I think that would be a lot. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not joking. Like that would be a lot. Like, I, I did you ever listen to the the Bill Burr? Like when he was on Joe Rogan? Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a debate about it, and, and it all started from Stitcher. Right. Exactly. That was like the 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 whole that's, the origin of the argument was Stitcher. Right. That's how I actually was my first exposure to Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um. So I kind of got a bad rap right off the bat, but uh, I think they've done a good job getting themselves together. Sure. Well, I mean, <clears throat> they just pull people's content and, and play it on there, and, and that that's up for debate whether that was cool or not. But and I don't know if they still do that anymore. I think that uh, well, maybe they do. I don't, know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We did have Either a lot, of news, a lot of news in the area. Um, All sorts of cool stuff going on. I don't know if it's cool, but yeah, some negative stuff. Um. Uh, the train derailment thing in Tisco is probably one of the biggest stories of the summer or, you know, the fall. Um, right. Made like, all the major headlines, including, uh, you know, the Chicago stations covering mm-hmm. it in detail. Well, I saw, um, the channel two news truck drive by on interstate 80 and I, and I was wondering what was going on. And then I also saw right outside of Uniman at the, uh, DMV in Ottawa, the, which is up on Baker or on Stevenson road. I saw the Channel 9 news truck like parked and people walking around talking on their cell phones. And I wanted to go and ask them if they were broken down, but I was on my way home for lunch, so I didn't. But I wondered if they were out our way covering that story because it was such a big story. Most great, likely. great, great helicopter footage. Like the, the footage of the, the fire itself was 
uh, spectacular. In a you're clicking. Bad. I don't know what's clicking. That's my. Uh, I got to put that thing down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did you? But did you see any of the actual footage? I, um, I didn't see any of the footage. I just saw some pictures, um, which was, was pretty incredible. Yeah, very spectacular. But with that kind of got us into our. It, I think the one of the topics we wanted to talk about because what I think it was on the cover of the Times, the Ottawa paper was, could it happen here? Um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and it seemed like a pretty logical answer. Like, yes, <laughs> that would <laughs> because, be my immediate response. Sure. And if you have a transportation line, a rail line that goes through your town and, and you have trucks transporting, you know, tr- rail cars transporting, um, that substance or whatever it would be hazardous materials and there's a derailment which there are you know probably more frequently than people um think of because oftentimes they're not you know that they're not that bad uh, it could happen anywhere and then the the reality is that the infrastructure of the rail lines themselves are are kind of waning like they're not in the best of shape so you know, yeah, yeah, it could happen in Ottawa. It could happen in Peru. You ever uh, see those machines that fix the tracks? I have. Those are pretty cool. They're very slow. They just go and they actually pick up the train tracks, mm-hmm. and they they clean out all the dirt and everything mm-hmm. that builds up inside there. It's pretty amazing. Anyway, so they're not. They do do some maintenance. I bring well, yeah, up. yeah, but the, the, there's there's a, in the story itself, it, it showed um, like bad, like old old rail ties, um, you know, the big wooden things, like the ones they get kind of old, the the stakes that hold the, the track in place can wear, and things kind of get out of whack, and and you know, they wear out, and it could make it more likely that a train could derail. Um, luckily, here in Ottawa, it's not like the trains are rolling through here pretty, you know, very fast or anything. But. Yeah, the fastest I see. So I, in Mendota, you know, I see that working in Mendota, I see the trains. I work right on the, mm-hmm. like, 50 feet from the track. So I see them go by all the time. Usually the big ones are the coal, the coal mm-hmm. trains. Uh, you see the cargo trains. But the ones that are flying are always the, what is it, the Metra? I think that, uh, no, not, not the Metra, the Amtrak. Amtrak, yeah. I think that's, that's right. That's the one. That's the line that goes from Chicago down to Princeton, right? Yes, and now they fly. They go really fast. Uh, I would, I would be scared to see what would happen. That would be tragic if 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 uh, one of those derailed because they're moving so fast. Yeah, I I would bet too though they're not carrying the volume like the weight. You know what I mean? So I I think that maybe maybe the the risk isn't as high. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, I'm kind of talking out of my yeah. Mind. I, I know like I am too. We were. I would say neither of us were too prepared for this segment what, of our of our show. We did do a little. I did do a little bit of research. I, I found out that Illinois has the second largest rail system in the United States, and that believe it or not, through the Illinois Valley, there's there's quite a bit of rail traffic. Specifically, Ottawa has a ton of rail traffic um, with the Silica plant here. Uh, U.S. Silica has a lot of rail cars that come through, and. They, you know, they block traffic all the time. They're a pain in the butt. I mean, they come through in the middle of the day, and you get held up at, at behind one of those trains for like 10 minutes, and it makes you curse this town. But <laughs> the reality is that they're necessary, and it's a, it's a cost-effective way for companies to transport 
bulk and large volume of material. It's a lot, you know, they're not burning as much fuel as if they were to do it by semi-traffic or whatever. But Illinois, it is the second largest in the United States. So, I mean, that's, it's vital to the state itself, and, and a lot of companies rely on it. Uh, Chicago is the third largest transportation center in the whole world. So in, considering that we're not even on a coast, that's very impressive. So it just means we produce a lot here in Illinois that needs to be shipped out. I'm, that's how, what I'm guessing, and a lot of stuff, uh, it's a transportation hub, just like the uh, – distribution centers that we have so it makes sense we have the infrastructure to handle it all but it you know we then that makes us susceptible to having train derailments right it happens yes it happens sorry i'm getting sidetracked you're getting all digitally for some reason i'm trying to look into what's going on sorry so i apologize no it's not your fault something with the skype we'll blame microsoft Oh, oh, do they, did, they buy, did they buy Skype? They yeah, they bought Skype and they officially now own it. I think that all went down. Uh, it's all official. But uh, anyway, sorry to get away from. I don't even think we even said what happened in Tisqua. There was a train derailment of of uh, fuel, um, natural gas. Was it natural gas? And it it lit on fire. <laughs> it, was, it was some form of fuel. Yes. <laughs> I think it was natural gas. Um, yeah, we should do that from now on. We shouldn't just jump right into the middle of a story. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. Um, wow. But, yeah, it, and then there was another train problem. and or Well, not problem. Someone, A woman threw herself in front of a train to commit suicide this week here in Ottawa, too, which is right. scary. One, so. one of many unusual, tragic, uh, pedestrian-related uh, accidents. Yeah, there was three. There was two. There's a bike rider. Yeah. One downtown, one out in the country, and then there was the train accident all this week here. All this week, left. right. So, so not a good know. week. Yeah. At not, least not. it's not uh, alcohol-related, which would be people's immediate response. Yeah. It's always, oh, something to do well, with alcohol around here. I know the, the guy that got hit, the dentist that got hit out in... in um, the country he was i think he was on north 33rd road or near uh like wallace school um he wasn't on 33rd road he was on one of the north and south roads i believe um he was a, a really good guy it sounded like you know it was such a very sad story but he was like 72 years old and and very very fit very healthy had just retired um yeah right. a very sad story yep i've heard nothing but good things about him so it's mm-hmm. very very sad and with that, let's move on. Yeah, do you want to? We're, we, so we've covered the train stuff. Yeah, you did. I tuned out. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I felt you know like like it was pretty relevant. Um, you know, and we, we you don't take it. We, we grew up here, so we kind of are used to seeing trains all the time. If you grew up in LaSalle or Peru or, or Ottawa, you're used to seeing them. But some, you know, there's counties in this state that don't have a single rail line going through them believe it or not so i've gotten so used to them just at work when you see them going by every day it's really just just completely used to it actually I can tell by the rumble what type of a train is usually going by i can i can just pick up on it it's pretty cool <laughs> you have like a six cents for train traffic i'm getting there yeah, yeah like that's a i still a i still every time those coal trains come by i, I I see the piles of coal, and I think to myself, well, would they th- would they notice if I just skimmed a little off the top? If I could set up some kind of a, a rake? 
You know, I hide it in the trees, on a patch of trees along the train tracks. I wonder if they'd notice if I just, you know, just give a little. What would you do with it? A little bit. Though? That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'd power something. That's what I would want to know. Like, are are you using it? Well, you'd use it in your fire pit at home, right? Yeah, I would. I, exactly. That's what I would do. That's right. I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> ah, ho hum. Well, my favorite my favorite train story would be, um, and you were included, would be we were in high school most likely Mm -hmm. on one of our rollerblading trips down to from you know in Peru Mm -hmm. from your house I'm sure skated down to the river Mm -hmm. to go down the large hill maze maze lumber yeah right over there and uh, I remember one time the train was coming. (laughs) And uh, we we had to just jump it. You know, the train was coming. We had to make that decision because when you come down that hill, it, you, it's hard to stop. You kind of just I, have I, to go. I remember that specifically, and I actually I stopped. I remember you did. Yeah, I was like, and, I looked back and was like, like where'd he go? It was going really slow, and it was a good 100 yards away. You guys all went over, but I had that, like, fear in me, which I, I – I still have that, like, um, I have, like, worst-case scenario always going in my head. And yeah. I thought for sure, even if, even though I had knew I had time to get over, I thought what like, if my, you skate, tripped? Yeah. my skate would get stuck. It could happen. You know, and then I'd have so, to try to unlace it and get it out. And, very reasonable concern. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, I stopped. And I didn't, I didn't even, uh, I don't think I, like, went down to stop. I, I think I just slowed down enough to be able to stop. Um, we were strong enough skaters, I think, at that point where it wasn't like we would have gone out of control into the train. But, um, yeah, I was scared. I remember my heart was racing because those things just standing by them will make you, you know, anxious. I remember jumping jumping the track. I was extremely, like, yeah, same and thing. My heart was just hill to go down, too. It's not like you go over the tracks and then you're at the bottom of the hill. Like, you go over the tracks and then it's like another steep hill you know like there's more hills and then you were out in traffic too (laughs) (laughs) but it was fun it was exciting i yeah it's amazing what you can do with the uh adrenaline of a of a high schooler Mm -hmm. yeah it was yeah i I, the the train traffic was always something that i was very uh aware of i I remember we used to go to the 101 which the trains always went by you know when i was a little kid in in the you know it would rattle the plates at the restaurant just like in the movies it was the same exact thing (laughs) so you know i always and remember like i have a you know you know that this is a complete sidetrack here but um you know how kids can get fascinated by trains right isn't that kind of a strange thing like the kids see trains and they just are they're they're in awe of them right did your did any of your either of your boys have that or we love trains we just had a big birthday party and that was one of the big gifts that we got for tyler was uh, Thomas, the trains. He loves my, them very my nep- much. My nephew's very excited about trains too, and they. My, Nicole t- has actually taken him to like the train museum. Cool. And, and I bought him a, a, a railroad crossing um, coin uh, collector thing. So every time you put the like a, a coin in it, um, you get the the lights go off, like ding 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 ding, and it's <laughs> nice. going by. It was a Thomas thing too, but it's like it's tall. You know, it's like. Two and a half, three feet tall, and, and and he every he would just beg for change so he could hear it go over and over and over. <laughs> Pretty cool, yeah. You know, I I won with that Christmas present, I believe. Cool Uncle Award. Yes, very good. 
Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I'm going to have to cut you off. We're going to take a very short break. Sure. We'll be back. Okay, so we've covered some railroad topics. Uh, let's move on. I don't think we plan on talking about it that much, but no, true. Maybe we're both fascinated by trains. <laughs> yeah, I like just to watch them go by. Me too. Uh, what do you want to move on to? I don't know. I know on our dock here, Madonna's doing the Super Bowl halftime show. What do you think of that, Clayton? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's much more relevant but uh they're afraid she'll whip a titty out or whatever so well you never know madonna might do it too she just had some racy pictures come out supposedly on the web i think uh you're right though they only do people that are like 50 and older now it's like the not that i have a problem with that but they well no the black eyed peas did them last year right so never mind i just i and that sucked this just oh they should have hank williams i don't like this Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Especially that'll go over really well. Song. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just to rub it in ESPN's face. Um, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. I don't know who's... Yeah, I'm not I'm not too uh, excited about Madonna coming on no. the show. It just, just helps to support the fact of, come on, think, what does this have to do with football? Do you think she'll have Ollie G out there with her? You, who's Ollie G? The uh, Borat or... Um, uh, What's it, Sasha Baron? Oh, why would he be out he there? He was in that video. That um, what was that video? The, the the techno video that she did. Oh, he was in the back of the car with his Ollie G outfit on. I don't remember the name of the song, so I'm not going to like rack my brain for it. But yeah, that would be cool. You don't remember oh, that at I, all, do you? I don't remember it. No, you're so old. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't really have an opinion. I don't really care. I, that's the part of the game where I usually I'm not in front of the television, so I'm eating or using the bathroom or grabbing checking on the tip board, yeah, grabbing another beer or whatever. It's like the least of my worries, so I don't care. Right on. Yes. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, you think it's all you like? I think it's silly, and it uh, the big musicians they get for the halftime show just. I think it's. It's turning the Super Bowl into something else, but I guess it's too far gone to go back this is not to a, just... This is not a new... This is not a new thing, yeah. What else do we got to talk about, John? I think that's it. We're done. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. Going to bed. No. Oh, um, good. All right, so, well, let's talk about the YMCA and the Grand Bear Lodge. And yeah, it's- uh, They're one of 450... Now, this is kind of our main hot local 
Actually, this is a statewide topic within Illinois. That's a federal uh, issue, actually, because it's a federal act. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So what this all comes down to is the Virginia, I don't know how you say that name, Graham? Just Graham. Graham. Baker just Act. Weird. Yeah, it is spelled really weird. Um, so this legislation was put into effect. It came into effect in 2010, I believe, uh, which it enforces pools to have a certain type of drain cover. 2008. Or, or uh, um, I thought it actually went into effect in 2010, though. It doesn't matter. Either way. It doesn't matter. The, Either way. No, anyway, no, yeah, so was shut down because they were not in accordance the with pool. Yeah, the, the, the pool, pool, shut the pool down. was not in accordance with the uh with this act. The VGBA as it's known in the industry. Um, I like that better. Yes. Um <clears throat> because they they didn't follow the the new rules that um prevent hazard of suction entrapment, evisceration in pools and spas. Um which basically means that as people uh, <clears throat> you can get stuck on a drain of a pool at the bottom of a pool that's filled with water. Um, You're what? Like, so so this is where I got confused. How do you get stuck to a drain? Like my, my images of a drain are, are like the pool pool. I would always go down and just hang out at the bottom of the 12 foot. Just, I would hold my breath and go down to the bottom and and float around down there. And the drain was just, it was, there's nothing, there, well, it was just a drain. There's, there's a I don't see what you get there's, stuck on. There's a grate on. over it, and then there's a sump area, and then that's connected to the the pump, which is runs the filter system, right? So the the typically, and I, I don't know how it goes on a commercial pool. I'm not an expert by any stretch, not even in a small pool. But there's a pump that that can pump the water out of that main drain and run it through a filtering system, and then back into the pool to keep the water clean. Um, and if this pump, if 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 you be, you can become, you get sucked to it. Is that what happens? Exactly. You get sucked. Okay, it's not that you're getting like piece of uh, your clothing, your swimming trunks are getting stuck to it. No, you that could happen too, though. Um, where where like a like a body part could be sucked to sucked in, and then you can't get out that way. Either way, you get stuck to the bottom of the pool. It could happen in a spa too. Um, you have a, if you have a it's a big pool and you have a big pump. It, it could have enough force to, to suck a kid to the bottom of the pool um, and keep them there to the point where they drown. And then actually w- what can happen too is if your bottom, you know, your butt gets stuck to the bottom, it can suck your um, guts out through your, you know, hole. Yeah. That's what that's it, nice. it eviscerated. I, I didn't believe it, but it's actually happened. <laughs> that's what that word means. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what I... Yes. See, but here's the thing. So they have this this pump at the bottom. Well, what the reality is, the industry itself has had put standards in place to make sure that this doesn't happen by putting a grade over the top of it. Which you know, if you put the uh, the right kind of grade over it, even if you tried to cover it up, you're it, it, it still allows water to flow around you and through it because you can, it's a virtually impossible for a person to cover that drain up. It's so big that you can't cover right, the whole or, thing. Right. That's or exactly. Or, or the, it has like um, it sticks up enough, and so even if you covered it, it still can get underneath you. Or like it, it, you'd really have to be trying hard to get stuck. Um, and, and it sounds like the incidences where um, people have been stuck, it's when when these rules that were already in place have been bypassed. 
Um, and, and I'm not an expert on this. So, I'm not so like an old pool was grandfathered into an old system, that sort of a thing? Right, but even in that case, there was probably something in place to prevent it. it there's cases where, like in the, in the incident where the, the Graham Baker died, um, and that's who the the namesake of the act itself, um, <clears throat> it was a granddaughter of former Secretary of State James Baker III, um, Graham Baker. She died in 2002 from a, a spa accident, uh, it, from what it sounds like, and it was a commercial spa. Um, oh, no, it's a residential spa. Um, it sounds like there was something, the, the, the grate that was over the the drain was actually removed, or it wasn't the actual thing that was put on there in the first place to be safe, to make it safe, was taken off. So it, it was, you know, it's in the industry's own best. Oh, but it happened to happen to a uh, a politician. A politician. So of course now they now they have this, act, this the act. And I guess what happened is they 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 designed new grate covers to go over the main drains and pools, and specifically pools because that it happens to be what what Grand Bears got shut down and, and the YMCA's got shut down. What what happened is they 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 were supposed to be able to test and figure out if they were safe or not. And it turned out that the test they were running wasn't very reliable or repeatable. So you run it one time and you get certain result and then you run it again and you don't get a matching result. So it sounds like they, and then it was unreliable. So they were, and then they said that ones that were reliable or passed the test before all of a sudden didn't pass the test. And then they, what did the test consist of? They just go and just put something down there and see if uh, it'll get sucked. Actually, that, and stuck? that's a really good question. I don't really know. Um, it, but that they, they paid some, some kid, they, you know, they said they'd give him a piece of pizza to go down to the bottom of the pool and see if he gets stuck. But they, they, there was an actual science lab, um, that they paid, but I guess they didn't do a very good job, and, and then they added stuff to it. Um, I, I don't want to... I, I know I've read... Uh, I work for a pool place, so I, I have some insight into it, and I know that a lot of the even private residential pools, um, you know, they, they're supposed to follow the same thing, and then and there's some hullabaloo about which, which ones are approved and which ones aren't, and some of the ones that were approved had to be sent back, and the ones that were approved before were no longer approved and then they had to change them out. And so it sounds like there was a lot of mix up and confusion with the whole thing. Um, it sounds like a, uh, flipping mess. I mean, exactly. this, the way that the state went about enforcing this to me is just unbelievable. They, they've created so much paperwork for, as the one article said, there's like, you know, one guy, one engineer has to approve these things. So not only does he have his normal duties, uh, that whatever he has to do on a daily basis, but now he's got 459 cases of these shutdowns placed on his desk that he has to go through and and, thing- and respond. And then now the and and in the meantime, they go ahead and just shut everybody down. Mm-hmm. Nice, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. And the- right, but way to go, state. When everybody's struggling to get by the way it is, right? And is it- people are. As much as I'd uh, like to like throw uh, the the Peru high under the bus and be like, oh, don't you think you had plenty of time to get this taken care of? It seems like the whole thing is a jumbled up mess, and you really can't. I mean, you, I love to say that, oh, it's it's so and so's fault because he didn't do his job, but they they hired engineering firms to make sure that they were in compliance, or I mean, maybe not be in compliance, but when they designed the pool, sur- surely they had safety in mind. You know what I right. mean? They didn't they didn't design these pools because there's three pools at the Peru Y, right? There's a the, what, um, from what I 
Yeah, there's the uh, there's uh, the, the pool with the lanes. There's the uh, kiddie pool, and then there's the rehabilitation pool. Right. I think. Or something so like that. surely they had safety in mind, and, and it wasn't designed poorly. I mean, I'm surely these guys knew what they were doing, and it sounds like it, it, the the reality is that the changes that they're going to be going to have to make to make this happen could probably be done literally in a half an hour or 45 minutes well at least an afternoon you know what i mean it could it'll take someone a half you know an afternoon to make whatever modifications they need to make to make these pools compliant but it's still they're gonna there's a good chance that they could be shut down for an extended period of time which is 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 ridiculous but you know hi hey ho hum the other thing that well and you know hey look at just Things like this drive me nuts because it's like I was going to try to be the devil's advocate here and go against you, but, you know, I can't because this is just nuts because how long have freaking swimming pools been around Mm -hmm. and they have to push this crap? And then there's a stat in one of these articles that uh, over like a course of, I think, 10 years in the entire country, the United States had 33 deaths related to this. Right. And that's that's the thing. I mean, really? The industry, the pool industry itself can can regulate and monitor itself because it is in its own best interest to do so. Do you, right, do you know what I mean? Of course. They don't want people to get stuck to the bottom of their pool. <laughs> right. And the other there's a there's another quick fix that they can do to these pools. Um so you have your pump running it and, and it's on the gravity. So it's going through the main drain which is in the bottom. Right? You can put a vacuum uh, a vacuum shut off. So if with the pool, if it if the, this the, you can put this a gauge on it. So if if it you cover something up, you're going to get a vacuum in there. And if it hits a certain amount, it would shut the pump off. And it would free yeah, that makes pump. sense. That's all it would take. And that's what I mean when I say it would literally only take like a, a, an afternoon. For so it doesn't even require them to go in and dig in or fasten no, some special just, grate. They just need to go and add a special valve. To uh, yeah, just pump a shut off, just a special vacuum shut off. It's not, and it's not even that expensive. I mean, literally, the grate itself. I mean, uh, the proper grate probably would cost maybe seventy five bucks. You know, another couple hundred just to have the guy go in there and put it on. I don't know if they'd actually have to drain the pool out to do it. Probably not. And the incidents. It's. I mean, it, it's the whole thing is ridiculous. And and the the YMCA is taking all kinds of heat for it. And it sounds right. to me like they did their due diligence. Yep, and yep. and then you got a case that they should have had it taken care of. I'd love to say that that uh, what's his Dave Potoff was wrong and it's his fault and he's a jerk. Uh, he might be a jerk, <laughs> but it's not his fault. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It seems like they did what they needed to do, and now they're just going to have to sit and wait right. it's, it's, uh, it's, for it's paperwork to get pushed bureaucracy through. Bureaucracy, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, there you go. I mean, and then you got the case of the Grand Bear, who's you know they're struggling to stay alive the way it is, and then you shut down their pools. Right. Give me a break. Their tax receipts are great work, state. We could. The last thing we need is them like not not getting those pillow taxes, and you know Utica could use it, and that like you said, they're struggling just to um, stay afloat. The, the last thing we need is them getting shut down. But then again, sometimes those places, you know, I'd be more worried about the Grand Bear because they are a commercial place that's struggling. Maybe they're not keeping up with the maintenance that they should, and maybe maybe there is something wrong. I haven't been there. I haven't seen it. So maybe it is dangerous, but I, I think I'm with you in saying, yeah, come on now. I, did I Based on the stats, I mean, the fact that this thing was put into effect to begin with is just is I find the argument weak, uh-huh. but 
whatever. We got to go to a break. We can continue this on. Sure. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, so yes, we're getting riled up there. Now we I, had a chance to cool off. I think it's a funny time. I, I, it, it's it's one of those things where it's affecting tons of people, but for what? Um, and and you said you had found a number that said that the number of incidences of drowning where it was related to um, a per- entrapment because of a drain. Uh, was like 33 over the last 10 years. And I would bet in those incidences, a lot of those cases were because the pool owner or the operator was negligent. Oh, um, I bet. And they had removed a safety device that was already in place to prevent it or something like that. But I don't know. Uh, I, I, hey, that being said, I, I found this because I found this article. Um, did you see, I don't know if you saw it, the um, op-ed on swimming pool Um I saw your headline you posted in the our doc, but that's no, I didn't see anything else. It's a, what's more dangerous, a swimming pool or a gun? A swimming pool is a hundred times more deadly than a firearm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love that stat. I just because I, I a lot of people get freaked out by firearms, and and the reality is that the same mom who who would flip if her kid had a pellet gun was like going to have an uncovered, unfenced pool in their backyard. And, and the reality is their kid's more likely to get killed from that than they are ever from a handgun. Or, a, well, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of handguns either, but a gun. You know, so I thought that was interesting. That was a piece uh, from uh, Stephen Levitt wrote, who's uh, the the uh, author of the book uh, Super Freakonomics and Freakonomics and um, he's a pretty he can be controversial with some of the stuff that he's written but he's a pretty good author sure but that's and, a pretty good stat I mean yeah. and it's very believable uh, mm-hmm. and it's something that the people who are against guns they, they try they do a good job of overlooking or just kind of looking away from all these stats because mm-hmm. they're glaring stats but mm-hmm. so they just choose not to uh, acknowledge them right I don't want to get into it like Yeah, that. we're getting into a big debate I, there. I figured with the swimming pool thing, um, I like I, I since I work at a pool place, I I try not to to bring this one up with people, but occasionally, um, uh, I, I don't know. It, there seems times where I can I, I slip it in there just because it's it's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're, I, I deal with a lot of interesting people, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean, but it said like uh, from 1997, 742 children under the age of 10 drowned in the United States last year alone. So this is in 1997. Um, let's see, that one child drowns annually for every 11,000 pools, which is pretty high. Yeah, um, and that's good. That same year, um, 10 children died as a result of a firearm. How many? 10. Out of how many people? Out of, um, that's one child killed by guns for every million guns. Oh, jeez. Wow. 
So, I mean, you can jumble the numbers however you want, but it's an yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it could all be a bunch of hollow blue, but I don't know. Either way, it was neat. I believe it. You've convinced me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go buy a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a gun. It's safer. I'm going to get one. Oh, yeah. You should anyway. Why not? No. <laughs> we do have a lot of Nerf guns around here, but that's about it. Hmm. You don't need an FYD card for that, do you? <laughs> I don't think so. If not, I could be in trouble. Speaking of the law, I just wanted to slip in this uh, article that I saw uh, just reviewing the news tonight. Uh, there was an update in the in the local uh, news tribune or something like that uh, about there was a burglar, burglary and uh, the police. Oh, where was this at? I think it was here in Peru, but I'm sorry. This is... Very, very poor investigative research, but uh, basically what happened? They, three kids, a couple teenagers and a kid in his early 20s, uh, I think it was Grazier's, uh, they broke in, cops, in, in, in what's McNabb? that? Oh, in McNabb, and then they used the Boone truck to find him? Yeah, 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 well, yeah, right, so they, the two kids, the cops went to pull him over. They in the middle of the night, and they got them. There were three kids in the car. The one jumped out and took off running, and then they got the two. And then the manhunt ensued, which nice. to me, this is the part that I just picture this as a policeman. This had to be so fun <laughs> because they're just combing the the uh, they're combing the cornfields looking mm-hmm. for this this kid and they're they're bringing out all the big guns yeah they use that big truck where they get up high with the infrared well, i heard uh, i heard about it because i know um someone from this ring valley fire department uh my future brother-in-law and he said that they used the lift so it's like i don't know the boom from the the fire truck to look out into the field which was pretty neat and they actually tried to use know. the um the heat sensing ones the uh do you know what those are the um I'm still trying to decide. You lost me at your future brother-in-law. He works for the Spring Valley Fire Department. Okay. And so he was there when they did this, and he told me about it last night. When I oh, saw duh! Right, your future. I forget. You're not married yet, so it's not. It's not. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it took kidding. me a while. Okay, I'm up to speed. Yeah. Okay. So, so he was there, <laughs> and they actually they actually tried to use the um, the heat sensing goggles. What do they call those? Infrared. Yeah, the infrared, and that that didn't work, but because there was just too much mass of like corn out there. But um, <clears throat> pretty neat, I think so. Yeah, that would have been that had to be fun to be those guys searching for them. They had the dogs out, <laughs> aerial truck. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, pushing. They're the dog. The, the tried and true method of the dog actually worked. Oh yeah, they used the dog to push him to a certain direction, and finally he kind of poked his head out or something, and they 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 nabbed him. If that if if uh, doesn't help the kid that you know. Half the all the cornfields are have been taken down. Mm-hmm. What so. do you think they even got? What were they good like stealing copper or something? I don't know. Well, yeah, what would you go in there for? Get a snowmob snowblower with the impend uh, the pending doom of this terrible winter that we have coming up. Heard that? Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, they always say that. I hope it's I hope it's awful. Um, <laughs> I really do. It's great. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So I just wanted to slip that topic in, just because I thought oh. when I read it, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, that'd be so fun to be 
chasing that kid down. It'd be just kind of a neat night for those guys. He he just doesn't know that these guys are actually enjoying every second of it. Too. Oh, right, exactly. And just he's he's they, he, and he's sitting there, you know, huddled, just yeah, just scared down to death. The field. Yeah, just come what am on. I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Yeah. Not very pl- many places you can go. Yeah, you're you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny though. Um, yeah, good stuff. I I didn't expect you to talk about. Hey, well, you had a busy weekend too because you went to the Ottawa LP game. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have a tendency to be very Ottawa Peru centric on this show. So, uh, since we do that, yeah, we had the big rivalry game this weekend. Uh, I was gonna do some tweeting, but it was so cold at that game that I just didn't really feel like reaching into my pocket and pulling we it out. At. We got tweeted at from uh from a listener who wanted to know how it went and yeah i know and i actually left early because um i had a hot date that night so um oh really did you have a babysitter yes i had a babysitter so i had a hot date with the this chick i know nice (laughs) yeah i was gonna say (laughs) i I didn't know you you really shouldn't tell people about any other extra marital affair stuff you're doing outside of oh my she doesn't listen to this so that's true you're probably good no one would even tell her (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah but no the game was cool um you know it was just the base what happened i say basically too much i gotta stop that um you what happened um it was very very windy night they turned the ball over a lot yeah it was extremely windy night and uh, lp is an offensive uh passing team that's their their offense is all about passing. Um, Ottawa's have, team is all about running. And, do they have and, a small line? LP? Is there like the offensive line small? I wouldn't say they're small, but they uh, just don't. They're not road graders, man. They don't run the ball well. They 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 dig. They they pretty much push up the up the middle, the whole game. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'd say one out of every four ch- chances they try, they make good make get some decent yardage out of it. But you know their team, yeah, they're really a pass dominant team, uh, where they pick up some big plays with pass, and they, they, the pass was working for them. But uh, unfortunately, with that wind, it just, it just didn't work out so well. And on the other hand, Ottawa with their their Heisman running back there. I heard just, he's a really uh, he's really good, and I also heard like uh, from a, a student, like a guy who just graduated from uh, Ottawa, who who knew him, um, who knows him, said that he's a, a really nice kid too. Like he's a good good dude. So that's nice to hear. You know. Yep. He, oh, you could tell. He's, he can tell. That's his name. I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That sounds yeah. right. It sounds um, like he he's got. Maybe you a can. Bit no, of I was happy. I know. I was actually pleased that I got to see him play because you could see him. Um, you can just tell that he uh, he's going to go somewhere after he's got a high school. Sweater. Yeah, he's going to go somewhere. He's got something going for me. Yeah, he was very good. He was their offense. Well, uh, speaking of high school football, to change gears a little, St. Pete got their butts whipped, and they were going against someone that they were supposed to beat. Sounds like because they're ranked now, and yeah, they think, got they got their they got thumped. Yeah, uh, I think on the yeah same. They got thumped, and then I think Mendota. I to see that. You know, I'm not that I'm a big St. Pete guy, but, you know, I'd get behind them, you know, if they were going towards state, you know, or whatever. You know, good for them, but. Ugh. Yeah, same for Mendota, who's got an awesome record. They went, it was two really good teams. I think the team that they were playing, uh, I can't remember that it was North Snow. They played some 8-0 team or 7-0 team, and unfortunately they lost because Mendota's, Mendota's doing really good. I think they're 6-1, and one, or they were 6-1. and one. I didn't know they were doing that good. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. 
Anyway, high school sports, they're fun. Well, I mean, that's good. It's cool that you went out and tried to be objective. I was I had it all planned out. I was going to be objective and be like investigative reporter at the game and and it's not post the score. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <I know>. it's, <laughs> it's just reporting. Uh yeah. but yeah, it was cold and I didn't feel like moving. So I just sat there and watched the game. Who'd you go with besides your hot date or did she even go? No, she didn't go. That's why I left early to go, go meet up with my hot date. I, go, I yeah, I went by myself, but I knew lots of people who were there, so I knew I wouldn't have any trouble finding somebody to sit with. Nice. So, good stuff. Neato, man. Yeah, well, I we, yeah, no, I'm glad you did. Um, so I apologize for, after saying that I was going to go, I then just completely, left it that, left I it. left it at that. <laughs> I'm going to go. Gonna Don't go. expect any updates from me. <laughs> Which, uh, I, actually, that's kind of how I follow the high school sports is on Twitter. So um, I keep up with if I'm working because I'm usually working on Friday nights. I'll, I'll check my uh, Twitter just to see how the local teams are, are faring. But because uh, the Ottawa paper does a pretty good job. I don't see too much from the news trip, but I might not be following the right people. So we'll see. I'll have to look into it. Uh, I see a lot of, uh, on Facebook, I see a lot of uh, St. Bede updates, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big Facebook. I'm not on this Facebook as much, so I don't, it's real easy for me at work to just look at the Twitter real quick and, and scroll through and just check the score. And then right, right. And come back 15 minutes later and see what happens. I love Twitter. Mm-hmm. And me too. I don't care if you people want to rip on it. You know. Yep. I had I had well, I had a birthday party today for Tyler, and I had to, I was trying to explain to my family what Twitter was. Oh, it's painful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's hard. And we we've, we've kind of beaten the drum a little bit on this show, and I don't I don't want to do it again. But um, unless you try it, you don't know. Is that fair to say? Uh that is fair to say. Yeah, Until you're on it, and you actually use it uh meaning like find some things that you're interested in or people to follow you don't know pretty much you're not cool unless you do it yeah i find out about all my news that way i do too yep in fact uh the the topic with the dentist who got uh who died this past week i knew within a half hour after it freaking happened that it happened it's crazy Mm-hmm. That it's at that fast. Same me. Like I, people will be like, "Oh, did you hear about this?" It's like, "Yeah, twelve hours ago." Yeah, <laughs> I heard. I saw it. I knew about it before it happened. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the case, but sometimes it really is. I mean, I, I I think the 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 biggest news story that I remember like seeing on Twitter where I was I was like, "Wow, this is really slick." I, I had just laid down to go to sleep, and. It was the Japanese the, the earthquake that happened in Japan. Oh, I thought you were going to say, uh... and then the, the pending tsunami because there, there was all on Twitter about yeah, okay, there might be right. a tsunami associated with this or whatever. And I remember looking and going like, "Oh wow, this is crazy!" And it was like three o'clock in the morning or whatever. And I'm laying in bed going like, "Man, this Twitter's pretty cool." Like, there's this is the only I would have heard about this until the next day, right? You know, and I, the first thing I checked out when I woke up was I, I like you know went on the computer and looked up and seen how everything was going and you know just to see what the the breaking news and of course that was the the headline. Um, so it was very, very neat. And with that, we're taking a short break. Sure. <laughs> okay.
can see just what's on your mind. Baby, I can see just what's on your mind. You got a long black man with a gold teeth in his face. Don't kid your daddy, you ain't fooling nobody but yourself. Don't kid your daddy, you ain't fooling nobody but yourself. And when I see on your mind, you would not have no friend. When I remember days when I living in Lula Town. And we're back, everybody. So, uh. Hey. <laughs> John's trying to resist the urge to talk like SpongeBob tonight. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, I keep doing it with my kids because we've got this running joke in our house. <laughs> What's that? Is it all of a sudden you're a cartoon character? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mainly listen to it because they're usually in the back seat watching it in the car when I'm driving them. Uh, long distance rides because we take them. I take them to daycare for quite. A, it's a pretty good ride because I take them to Mendota and uh, they. Uh, yeah, so I just listen to it. So like I don't have the visual connection. I just have the sound. So I kind of pick up on the and generate my own. It's actually fun to listen to the stuff they watch, um, and not see what it is. It's kind of because then you get to make it up in your head. Yeah, your anyway, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I could go on about that. Yo, you were what were you asking me about? Uh, oh, oh, cartoons. Yeah. On the break. Yeah. What, were, what did you ask me? I said that they're they're pretty like uh, like there's a lot of good cartoons going right now. I mean, just the animation and uh, um, I don't know if it compares to much what we had when we were kids, but it just, there's like way more channels and there's way more shows and. There certainly is way more selection. Right. I, that is for sure. Um, what is there? Is like oddly, Phineas and Ferb or something like that. And there's I love Phineas and Ferb. Oh, that's a great cartoon. That's oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, I, there's a lot of Cartoon Network stuff. That's I wouldn't say it's weird. Um, what is weird? Uh, some of the stuff that's geared more towards kids who are like twelve age. You know that age group, the thirteen age group. Mm-hmm. It's weird because they've taken this approach to the uh, animation. They've they've made it like I don't want to say dumbed down, but I I think it is almost dumbed down because you say, "Oh, is it?" A lot of the new cartoons blow you away, and there is some really cool uh, like computer animated stuff out there. Um, a lot of the little kid stuff is neat, like it's the computer generated stuff, like the new Mickey Mouse. It's kind of neat, um, but but no, like the the ones that are actually targeted towards the the a little bit older kids are these weird cartoons. Like, what's the one? It's actually funny. I like it. Uh, uh, just the nor I think it's the normal show or oh, what is it? It's on Cartoon Network. The the animation on uh across the board on a lot of these shows is really simple, mm-hmm. and it doesn't looks like something I could draw, and I'm not an artist, so. Uh, it is a it is weird, yeah. So that's kind of a weird question, but that's because there is such a large selection, like you said. There's so many channels: Cartoon Network. Uh, there's like fifty Disney channels and fifty Nickelodeon channels now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, plenty to choose from. 
I'm going to get off and talk about something sure. else. What are we going to talk about? We're going to do, uh, well, we could wrap up our usual stuff. Let's right? talk about SpongeBob SquarePants. <clears throat> okay. I'm, oh, I'm not, a, wait. No, wait, we just did. No, I'm not, a, wait. I'm not an expert, huh? so. No, I know. I'm just being stupid. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we got some other topics we're going to save for a later date. Uh, we're going to, we're going to kind of wrap this thing up. I don't know about you, but I am exhausted. Uh, yeah, me too. I've had a full day of not me, man. Birthday party, putting toys together and crazy stuff, and eating way too much food. Good for you. And snacks. <laughs> I'm happy with just a nice day where the 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 bears kick some butt, and I got to just sit back. I made a nice dinner, had a nice lunch too. Uh, didn't really do a whole lot. It was nice. Uh, Good deal. Yeah, but do you have any podcasts or apps you would like to suggest to <laughs> our greater listening audience? Um, app app wise, no, I don't think so. I uh, um, no, I don't. I uh, I don't. I can't say I do. Well, I will jump in then. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, for apps for well, if you've got a uh, Apple phone then you are probably uh, really anxious to upgrade to the new 4s i got to see it today mm-hmm. uh, one of my nieces has the 4s how did she get it already didn't it come out she's, like she's got a hookup it just came out she's got the hookup jesus i uh <laughs> no. it's awesome though actually you know the appearance of the phone overall and the functionality is pretty similar to the last one right. the big thing that's new for all you Apple people out there, is the Siri. Uh, it's this voice-activated assistant person that lives inside of your phone, and you can pretty much ask her anything, and she will answer it. You could ask her literally, what is the meaning of the life? Or what is the meaning of life? And she will give you an answer. Is it acceptable? A real answer. Is it acceptable? And it is acceptable to answer. And she, if, you can ask, if you ask her at different times, she'll give you different answers. Huh. Now, one person I heard on a, a different podcast, uh, the uh, This Week in Tech podcast, was saying that um, her answer was taken straight out of a Monty Python movie. Um, so that, it's kind of, they got some humor. I know, it's awesome. But it, it, it's just incredible. I mean, you literally can ask her anything and she will she will answer. What was it? Um, uh, my niece showed me a conversation she had with it because it shows the text and then she did a uh, screenshot of the, and it said something like, you know, she answered the Siri answered a question. And then my niece said, Oh, you're so good. I think you're going to be my best friend. And then she's like, I think she responded saying, yes, I figured I would be or something like that. <laughs> okay. That's creepy. Then, isn't it? It's just amazing. Uh, I, I mean, I thought, I thought our androids had the, the just being able to text a search thing was cool enough. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know you right. needed to be able to ask a thing like. Yeah, now and yeah, the voice activation just keeps getting better and better. And now I guess this new thing on Apple, the iPhones, is just absolutely incredible. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I think I've heard that's about that's it. on the four S. If anybody is can get their hands on one, uh, that's, that's, so awesome. go you, you Apple people. <clears throat> um, but for you non-Apple people, uh, I recommend an app I just discovered called... What did I find? Oh, I, I the only thing I'm new I'm doing is uh, an app called Elixir. E-L-I... 
L-I-X-I-R. Actually, it's, it's Elixir like, it's too. It's like a bartending thing? No, <laughs> it's actually a monitoring app. Oh. I actually got rid of my Watchdog app in favor of this one. And there's a there's two apps. There's one that's just the monitoring app, and then there's the widget app that goes with it. And it gives you more information about your phone than you have ever gotten in any oh, maybe app I need to before. Try so because I stopped. it's a good... It's good if you're like kind of geeky about your phone and you like to know everything that's going on. Right. It will give you everything that's well, going on. We had the I don't know a long while back we had the discussion about the um, the the one application Pass killers. Yeah, and I got rid of mine yeah. and I didn't notice yeah. a difference. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This isn't really a task it's killer. Just an op- this is just a monitor. Does it give you the option to kill certain apps? Like, say you open up yes. something and then close it, but it's still running because you opened it. It'll yes, it. and I don't notice any issues with this, you know, suck in power or anything, okay. uh, anything like that. So yeah, I, I like it a lot, and it's the the what's really cool about it is the widgets thing that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know, like with the, you know, it's fun to always change your your phone layout. I mean, that's just fun to organize your widgets and and shortcuts and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. But sometimes it can be difficult to fit everything on the main page. You have to, I know with the droid, you have to scroll to the sides mm-hmm. and use the I, side. I, I, and that's fine. I don't mind that. Yeah, no, I don't mind that either. Uh, but with this new widgets that comes with Elixir, you can actually make uh, new, these toolbars that have, they shrink the uh, your your little icons. Oh. So with the uh, main Android system, there's no way to do that. So this actually allows you to shrink the icons and fit a lot more stuff on your main page, which is rather handy. If you got a lot of things. So yeah, that's all I, I got. Think, oh, and I gave what's that? I was gonna say I do have one application, just the one that I've had it for a long time, but I think everybody should have. But you can finish up first. Oh no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Do you I do have like the Rotten Tomatoes like movie movie app? Oh no, it's just called. Uh, well, like on my phone, it's just movies is what it's called. Um, and it's a, you can put your zip code in there so you can see what's playing at your theater, and then you can read reviews of any movie that you want. You know, you can look up any movies oh, cool. on it. Uh, and that one and the IMDb are, are must-haves for anybody who's. I just got the IMDb yeah, one. That's a must-have for anybody who's even yep. remotely re- interested in pop culture. But the the, yep, neat, works very well. the movie one is actually functional in that you can look up what's playing at your theater. You know, whatever your local theater is. This one even has the um, drive-through or the drive-in theater in, in Earlville, if you want it. Wow! Um, and cool. then you can look up like what's upcoming, like movies that are coming out, movies that are on DVD, and then what's in theater, and then like um, you know anything in between. So you can look up. In- but now, but now, so if I was to search for it, that I would search for Rotten Tomatoes, or what would I search for? <clears throat> I think you, yeah, I think you would search Rotten Tomatoes. I or okay. or, or like. Yeah, I think that's what it is. We, I, I have had movies, it for quite a while, but it gives like a percentage. So 72% for the, believe it or not, Footloose, um, which <laughs> is opening this week. I actually have heard that it's not <laughs> bad. So, I really have no interest in seeing it. but I, that I just opened bad. it up and I looked at it and it shocked me a little bit. <laughs> so, nice. uh, yeah, so like that and like what's in theaters now, I can look at what's playing at the Roxy, which is Ottawa's theater. Um you know, fifty-fifty uh, is ninety-three uh, percent 
you know, good tomatoes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's really, it's a really good one. I mean, you know, if you're, you know, just in, in, you know, if you're a movie fan, it's an excellent app, but that's my, that's my app for the, for the show. Good picks. Yeah. My only other thing that I would recommend would be, oh, I've given uh, Hanging with Friends. I've reinstalled it. I, I think the last time I spoke on this show, I had uninstalled it because I was convinced it froze my phone up. But I have reinstalled it, and I've had no problems. In fact, I the only problem I'm having is I'm playing too many games, and it's causing me to play t- play too much. <laughs> you always get killed in your battery. I, I like it. I, no, I just I got to stop playing it. I'm, I'm wasting too much time. Still, believe it or not, I still I'm trying to wean myself off the words with friends. So yeah, well, you then don't play this one because you'll be addicted to it. Yeah, no, I'm good because I think it's more fun than words with friends. But that's just me. Cool. Uh, Got any podcasts to recommend? Um, nothing more than the huge uh, the Mark Marin episode with the Jack Gallagher, I believe his name. Oh, was fantastic, wasn't it? Oh my god, that was just I, I, so touching. Mm-hmm. And and it, made it was me, I almost his... went on his website, and I think I might it, like and buy the the play about. Yeah, yeah, I'm right a with different you. Different kind of yeah. cool. That's about a, his son who's autistic and his relationship and and how it it kind of shifted his uh, his whole perspective on his life and his kids' life and like the things you get I... you get hung up on as a parent as oh. a person. Um, it was fantastic. Yeah, it, it comes down to trying to, and it applies to more, applies to so many more things than simply to have a child that's autistic. And this is why he said, you know, people with different types of problems were, you know, so uh, you know overjoyed with his play because it's just uh, people, it's just trying to change people to be more like yourself, maybe. Right. Where you just need to acknowledge them for what they are and, and appreciate them. That's what that whole right. thing. And it's just, it's awesome. It was a great podcast, which, you know, it's neat because Mark Maron's usually a, a bit more of an edgy sort of a show. And this was not, this was just a heartwarming kind and of a he, show. And so, it showed, it showed Maron's capable of, of doing a, not that he wasn't before, but like, um, he, he didn't, he, he let him talk and he let him tell his story and you could tell that Maron was touched by it too. And he was really, yeah. very proud to put that episode out. And, and it was, um, uh, and, and it wasn't like in your face, like you need to do this, you need to do that. It was just this guy sort of telling him, you know, what it was like. And they didn't spend the whole uh, episode about how he has a kid with autism. It wasn't all about that. This no, no. A, I mean, he's been around. He's sixty something years old, right? Um, or almost sixty. And and he's been around the, the comedy business for a long time. And and he's made his way through life and um, had a really interesting story. And and it just happened that he's been able to. Uh, have a he had a child he happened to have autism and he was able to to raise awareness about it and it oh man i i almost contacted one of my instructors that i had when i was at isu and like and told her hey if i buy this dvd will you show it in your class because that's how relevant <laughs> i think it would be and how important because i she she teaches a, a recreation for people with disabilities course and we we did a lot of work with uh, on on developmental disabilities type like autism or or you know other things where you can't tell by looking at someone that they might have a disability but right you know, exactly you know and we and I actually had to do stuff I think there was a summer camp I think it was the Easter Seals camp just north of uh, Bloomington Normal um, we would we would send our students there 
uh, I was I would supervise the students that had to go and work at a uh, a camp for children with autism, and um, so I've kind of had an interest in just that that particular disability anyway, and we talked a lot about it because it is becoming so prevalent. And so I, I felt like that would be a good classroom thing to show. I haven't even seen it, but I was like, oh, this will probably be good for her. You know, <laughs> I didn't, but I was I, I was tempted to. And I, I feel like it would be worth just seeing and, you know, worth buying. Because you can actually go on his website and buy it. I think it's only like 15 bucks. So Right. Um, and it's just, it's good. See, I know we plug that show all the freaking times. And I hate to do it, uh, but it was such a good episode. Um and, and not to be confused with the other Gallagher, yeah, who walked off his show, right? No yeah, relation, exactly. no relation whatsoever. This dude. If you, if you do a Google search for Jack Gallagher, Gallagher the watermelon smasher, picture his picture comes up. Yeah. So that's how tied together those two guys yeah, are. Too bad so for him. We're not talking about Gallagher, the the jackass uh, comedian who smashes watermelon. We're talking no. about a, a serious. Um, well, he's not a serious comedian. He's a comedian, or was a comedian, and who he he was on episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yep, so plays the doctor. Plays, yeah, uh, so he's plays Larry's crossed, doctor. Crossed over into acting and stuff. Right. So he's not a slouch. No. But no. Very good. He still has a Boston accent too, which I thought a little bit, was, yeah, a little bit. Which I was kind of funny. Like as the episode went along, you hear that, like yeah, that yeah. tinge or whatever of Boston. So I like that too. I can appreciate it. Good stuff. Um, any other pods for you? Well, um, it's kind of weird. Uh, with the work I'm doing right now, uh, I got to listen to a lot of stuff. And I, I listen to all my normal shows. And since I am using Stitcher so much, Stitcher Radio, Smart mm-hmm. Radio, um, I, uh, I, I kind of listened to all my shows. And I was looking for something new. The Nerdist? So, Have you been listening to that one? Uh, no. No, I haven't listened ben, much to ben that. Ben Folds was on it this week. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. No, I, I went to just um just started scanning the lists of, of Stitcher stuff and I found one that uh was called The Moth. Oh, that one's awesome. I yeah, very good. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I see what I do is I let a bunch of episodes build up and then I listen to them all in one night. Like I'll listen to like, you know, a solid like hour of them because they're so cute. What are you doing, buddy? John just walked away from the episode. Uh, he was talking about the moth, which is a storytelling podcast. For some reason, I feel naked right now because I know John's not on there. What's going on, buddy? He's gone. <clears throat> I was going to bring up the Nerdist. Um, um, he had Ben Folds on this week, who is coming out with a new episode or a new album with Ben Folds 5. I don't know if people out there are familiar with him. He's a good musician. Wow, he just left me hanging. (laughs) Yep, he did. There he is. Welcome back, buddy. I'm back. I didn't didn't know what to say. Yeah, could you tell I was going to know I had a... uh... That's I tried a wandering. To, tried. There's a there's a case of wandering children here in the Spelich household. Sorry, I tried to. Keep- <laughs> it's still recording too. I'm so sorry. I tried to keep my cool. I know. Could you tell I had to run off? It was yeah. so completely obvious that you just walked away that I freaked out a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um. I'm so sorry. I had to. It, it, uh, well, yeah, yeah. There are certain young 
people in this house were looking for daddy. There we go. Um, So we had the moth and we had the nerdist with Ben Folds. Um, And I apologize to everybody because I just had a little moment where I didn't know what to say. (laughs) So there was extended moments. I'm so sorry. I could, I had to, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I didn't know how to break because you were talking and I had to run off. So I didn't know what to do. Oh, you're fine. Uh, I probably would have just kept talking if I didn't know you left your. If you, if I, I didn't mute it, like I wouldn't have known. <laughs> but you were talking about the moth, I, and then I started talking about it, and then I was like, "Oh my god, no one's listening to me." <laughs> yeah, no. Wrap, wrap this bee up. And yeah, we should it. wrap it up. Yeah, I've got nothing else to add. Yeah, though the moth, I'm sure whatever you just said was 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 good. On point. Yeah. <laughs> Very well. I'm sorry. You're okay. All right. Um, it was so obvious. You wait till you hear it because you'll laugh your ass off. Because <laughs> you can hear like you set your mic down in your chair, push away from your desk, and like doors creaking. It's like <laughs> it's that you're definitely not on the other end. But sorry. <laughs> anyway, Let's um, yeah. So um, mail at ivypod dot com is the email. Um, IV Podcast is our Twitter handle, and IV Pod is our Facebook thing. Um, and listen to us on Stitcher because that's an awesome app, and we like them. And yeah, that's and, it. But there's always iTunes and everything sure. else, or uh, from our website through our web, uh, website. Yep. Wow. Whatever. Podbean. Podbean. Yeah, that's what I was yep. gonna say. Yep. Ah, that was you freaked me out there, buddy. I'm sorry. Ready to go. (laughs) All right. We'll we'll see everybody later. Bye. Bye. See ya.